Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I am your host, Dwayne Bryant, and this is the first podcast of the year. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like the end of January, and this is my first time being able to, you know, sit down, just, you know, gather my thoughts, you know, ready to speak to the people. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been a very interesting start to the year. I hope you all have, you know, reassessed your life, wrote down some goals, you know, started to actively pursue those goals. You know, that's kind of how I closed out, you know, the year 2017, talking about, you know, really pursuing your goals actively, really making a plan to achieve the things that you want, that you value. And, you know, that's how we closed out the year. So we opened up the year on a whole different mindset. Um... Nikki, our co-host, she's definitely uh, still in the works. She's she's definitely going to uh, join us and add her flavor to this platform. But for now, we're going to just continue to talk about, you know, some some very thought-provoking topics. And before I, you know, get into the topic of the day, I just really want to stress the uh, importance of starting fresh. You know, this is a new year, 2018. Uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I've been involved with, they spoke to 2017 being the year of just grinding, the year of uh, watering the plant. And it's really, uh, the concept I think is just building upon planting those seeds in life so that you can reap your harvest. 2018 is supposed to be a harvest, a season of, uh, of just for joy and accomplishment and just leveling up for a lot of my friends. So I just think that we need to treat this year as such. You know, a lot of times we go into the New Year, New Year New Year's resolutions and we don't really accomplish those things. Um, for whatever reason, and most times it's, it's, it's weight, people want to lose weight, they don't go to the gym, they don't, they're not consistent, they don't eat right, but whatever the case may be, we need to make sure that this year we treat it as if we want this to be our breakout year. It's all about your approach. If you approach something with all good intentions, um, all the right energy, a solid plan is very, very hard for things not to work out. And if they don't work out, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find the reason why. Find some, you know, cracks in the pavement that you need to, you know, strengthen your foundation on. So, yeah, just wanted to lay, you know, the foundation of this uh, podcast with that message because I think it's important as we go through this year. It's time for a harvest. You know, that doesn't mean the picking season is going to be uh, perfect. It doesn't mean it's going to be smooth. And it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. But that does mean it's going to happen. You know, uh, excuse me for making it like, you know, the, the farmer or like <laughs> plantation references. I'm from the South, so I grew up around, you know, tobacco fields, cotton fields, things of that nature. So, I mean, it's second nature to me. But uh, you get the point. So yeah, man, we're going to kick this off right. So today, the topic of the day is delayed but not denied. And delayed but not denied can be uh, viewed in several ways. Some people who, you know, have a church foundation, they may view delayed but not denied from a more religious standpoint. And it really is, you know, in this season, I'm going to be way more spiritual and connecting with 
you know, the signs that are put in front of me. And the lady did not deny, the, the lead would not deny uh, what that means to me is simply my process of getting a match for internship uh, location. Very, very interesting process for me. Uh, I was interviewing from for months. Like my first interview was in November, and I didn't get matched until January, the middle of January. So that was a long process, but throughout that process, it taught me something. You know, my patience. I had to have, you know, blind faith, and you know, I had to just trust in myself to, to really believe that I was worthy of this uh, internship, you know? Because, you know, confidence is key. And, you know, not hearing anything will play on that confidence. And, you know, don't let it fool you. Confidence is the key. Like, you can be the most accomplished person. And you that's kind of where you get your confidence from. Like, your ability to do and the validation from, you know, people... You know, people, places, and things from you just being a credible person in your profession. And specifically, in my case, this internship site, man. <laughs> and mind you, like, for me, it's, it's always an interesting, like, setting when I go into places, whether that be a practicum site or uh, interviews or any just type of teams that I've been on for the last four years. I'm always the only black male. So... For me, I'm walking into rooms with, I don't, I don't want to say chip on my shoulder, but I walk into rooms with uh, this, I don't know, I'm the representation of black men. So I'm fighting stereotypes, I'm, I'm trying to disprove stereotypes, I'm trying to, to, to exert this, this, this notion of a sound black male. So it's all those different pieces of my identity that are floating in the room. And, and I think during my internship process, I I was faced with a lot of that, with a lot of, I, I guess, negative aspects of that. Because on paper, you know, um, I packaged myself well, went into the interviews, a lot of the interviews, I spoke well, answered the questions to the best of my abilities, and I felt great. From all of one, I know I bombed the one interview. <laughs> I bombed the one interview. But all of the interviews, I felt like I did well. And one of the, the students in the previous cohort, uh, she told us that, you know, if you get an interview, that means you're qualified. Now, if you don't get the placement or the offer, you may not be a good fit for the team. Now, mind you, I was getting interviews. I, I did the woodwork. Like, I had an interview every other week. So, in my mind, like, oh, I'm lit. I'm lit. Man, I go one interview. Don't hear nothing back. Another interview. Didn't hear anything back. Another interview. <laughs> didn't hear anything back. So, I'm like, man, maybe I didn't do so well. So, just that whole process made me you know, second-guess myself, second-guess, you know, my abilities as a student, but also as an entry-level school psychologist. I know that during my practical placements, I've done a great job, you know, and we all need help in certain areas as far as, you know, brushing up on our craft. You know, for me, I've had a vast experience in counseling and 
therapy, giving therapy to you know small groups and one-on-one -on -one therapy. Now, assessments over the past two years, I had you know really given many assessments, you know on a practice basis or you know volunteer basis at you know certain schools. But other than that, I've been strictly you know counseling, and I didn't realize how. What I tell, I take that back. I started to fixate on that the more and more I didn't, you know, get callbacks. Frustrating, like, and I started to fixate on every little thing that I may not have been good on. And it just really bothered me. It really bothered me for about, you know, about a week straight. Like, I, I almost went into like a little cycle of depression, rightly. But it was the whole thing, the whole, the whole I guess the whole, point I'm trying to make is everything it was delayed it didn't happen as quickly as I thought it was and you know Sanity spoke which was just Nikki she basically just told me you know you have to walk through the doors that open for you you know take a chance on faith and allow whatever's supposed to happen to happen and you know that's probably the best advice I could have received during that time, but in that moment, that's not really what you want to hear. You know, you want what you want. Uh, you want this place to call you back. You, you know, you, you have your rankings of all your placements. But in all honesty, that like I said, that was the best information I could have received because that's what I needed, and that is the truth. And lo and behold, two days later. Got a call about an offer the day after I interviewed for a site. So, delayed. The crazy thing was that I was so afraid of not getting matched. Because <laughs> so I got down to my last interview. My last interview, and I'm like, man, I don't really want to be here. I don't. This is what. Well, it's not that I didn't want to be there, because I, I did apply for the site. But I had already had my favorite in mind. And you know how it is when you have your top, you know, pick of something and it's gone. It's like, uh, you know, you, I, you fixate on things sometimes. And, you know, I was just like, man, I didn't get this. Man, I was just so focused on what I didn't get. And I couldn't really wrap my mind around what I had in front of me. So hearing that news, it really just calmed me down and said, hey, what have you been doing? All of, all of these interviews. Have you been articulate? Have you been slowing down? Have you been fully answering the question? Have you been focusing on one area in particular that may not have captured, you know, the interviewer's attention? So, you know, I started to ask myself different questions. I started to, you know, assess my performance. I mean, we all think we do amazing at whatever we do sometimes. We, we don't take a step back and say, oh, well, I could have done better. Now, you know, the path to success will teach you that. Sometimes you gotta check yourself. So, I went back, calmed down, wrote out some answers to some questions, uh, figured out how I can frame certain responses better. You know, I went through the entire process of answering questions. I, had, I taught myself, you know, you know, I get excited about, you know, some things that I'm passionate about, like my research. And I realized, you know, in some of my interviews, I was really passionate about this one thing. 
and maybe that overshadowed the interview. But long story short, I just did some reassessment. So I went into the interview and I spoke highly of the actual site. Because the site was a very good site, or is a very good site. Very resourceful, um, has a lot of training. Uh, basically, it has a focus on technology. And it really fit you know, what I wanted to do as a school psychologist. So you know, I went into the interview and just spoke. I answered questions, but I really just spoke to my interest of the site, my interest in you know, the career and field of school psychology, and where I see the field going, and how I'm gonna you know, contribute to you know, the future of school psychology. And it worked. But yeah, man, I just wouldn't wrap, I'm gonna wrap it up here and just, I hope that, you know, just listening to that, that little sound like that story, just encourages people to just keep pushing because I was ready to give up. I was like, man, let me just go and volunteer somewhere. Let me get a job. It's over for me. And yeah, I would jump into the extremes because I'm a very qualified student and candidate, but fear, lack of confidence, all those things play, take a toll on you. And if you don't have those positive reinforcements around you, it'll swallow you. Just make sure your circle is tight. Just make sure you got some people who are realistic. They want you to succeed. You know, we talk about this new year. Remove the toxic people from out your life and just push forward. As the wonderful Nikki would say, you have to walk through the doors that open for you and have faith. So, I'm going to leave you with that. Until next time, peace and blessings.